Hello and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast. I'm your host, Phoebe Slow, and this is a podcast all about how accessible everyday technology is for disabled people as well as covering what technology is less accessible if you are disabled and it's also a podcast where you can also learn details on how technology companies can continue making technology more accessible if that is something that you're into. My interest in accessible technology comes largely from the fact that I am paralysed from the next dawn, which means that my only bit of movement is my head and that I can only use technology by using a chopstick or a stylus in my mouth. So if that is something that you are also into, Please make sure to follow the podcast and share it. You can listen to this podcast by searching for it on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible and Spotify. However, if you'd like to support the podcast and the content I produce in other ways, you can also support it by going over to the Thieves now by me a coffee page, which is where you will be able to give me a one-time donation. Find exclusive episodes that aren't part of the podcast or check out other products that I will be releasing soon. In today's episode, you're going to be hearing my thoughts on the 14 and 16 inch MacBook Pros which Apple announced in October 2021. Whether I speak American, then or Australian. Now, as I was saying, in today's episode, we're going to be hearing about the 14 and 16 inch MacBook Pros, which Apple announced in October 2021. Even if I later changed my mind about one of them, as you'll hear in a episode that comes out a wee bit later on. However, here's just a few additional notes about the laptops covered in this episode, just so you have a wee bit more info about them if you ever need to bring any of it up. So both of the 14 and 16 inch M1 MacBook models covered in today's episode are powered with the M1 Pro chip, but the 14 inch can be customised to include the M1 Pro Max chip as well. They also have a notch, 
which different buyers might have different reactions to. But on a good side, with some other buyers as well, they also lose the touch power, which is something that some processors will be happy about, given the feedback that was given about them over the years. But as of 2023, however, Apple has discontinued this lineup of MacBook Pros. However, you will still be able to buy them from places like Amazon and on eBay. And there are some pre-owned ones that you can get on Apple as well. So they're still in the road. But now that I've said all that, let's get straight into this episode. So getting all of the nerd stuff out of the way, both the 14-inch MacBook Pro and the 16-inch MacBook Pro offer a choice between Apple's M1 Pro chip or the M1 Max chip and also come with 10 core CPU as well as 32 core GPU. Both models also offer 64GB of unified memory as well as up to 8GB of maximum configurable storage. But this is when we start to see the difference. The 14-inch only comes with a 14.2 liquid retina XDR display, while the 16-inch comes with a 16.2-inch liquid retina display, and the 14-inch also only comes with 17 hours of battery life, while the 16-inch will offer you 21 hours. Coming back to the similarities, both models also offer you the 1080p FaceTime HD camera, as well as Touch ID, but the rate between the two models is also different. To emphasize how fast these MacBooks are, they offer a faster project build if you're working with Xcode or for us logic users with up to 3.7 times better speed. For those of us who are interested in graphics, they offer faster 4K render speed when working with Final Cut or Max Cinema 4D with up to 13.4 better graphics speed performance. Some other features coming to this Mac include ProMotion, 
making everything such as scrolling through your web page, or gaming, super fluid and responsive, while reducing power. With refresh rates up to 120Hz, the technology automatically adjusts to match the movement of the content. Slow motion video editors can also choose a fixed refresh rate. And the camera on the Max also uses a wider aperture that lets in more light and mixed with the larger image sensor that offers two times better low light performance. The new studio quality mics means your Mac can capture even the softest of sounds and at the end of your Mac array and you get directional beamforming meaning that your voice will come through nice and clear. This is also what's making the Mac support spatial audio when playing music or videos with Dolby Atmos, creating a three-dimensional soundstage. But the only thing about Dolby Atmos I'm not too sure about at the minute is how you can only connect Apple products in a certain way by showing it to your phone and I would like that to extend to your non-Apple headphones so there's an easier way to connect. The port you get with these Macs is a 3.5mm headphone jack that automatically adjusts for high independence headphones. You also get three Thunderbolt 4 ports, as well as a MagSafe 3 port, as well as one for an SDFC port, as well as an HDMI. These Macs will also let you connect up to three Pro XDR displays and a 4K Apple TV with an M1 Max chip. Or you could connect any of your displays with an M1 Pro if you have one. The new keyboard brings a full height-functioning keyboard with the same feel of mechanical keys we've fallen in love with over the last few years. It's been updated with new keyboard shortcuts for spotlight, direction and do not disturb, with the Touch ID feature having a ring around it, with the Touch ID feature having a ring around it to guide your finger. So is it worth upgrading to one of these new MacBooks if you have an older model? Well, I would argue it is and it isn't. Speaking as someone who still has a 2015 MacBook Pro, 
I saw myself wearing one of the newer iMacs only for the film and audio files, but my older model still works okay with writing. Although Apple has introduced Touch ID into their MacBooks, I can't use it because I can't use anything other than my head. And so I have decided that I would personally wait until they introduce Face ID into Macs to even consider upgrading. But what do you think about these 14 and 16 inch M1 Pro and M1 Max MacBook Pros now that you have all of the info you need about them? Did you like everything that they had to offer when they came out? And if you bought them, have you liked or disliked them? Or did you even bother upgrading to them at all? Or do you plan on buying one instead of an M2 model? And what are your current thoughts on all of them? If you would like to pass on some of your thoughts, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this podcast on, as well as via the contact pages over on my FeedSell Tech Reviews site, which can be found by searching for pltechreviews.co.uk or by searching for my other website, dbloud.com. If you would like to watch any of the other videos that I've uploaded on Accessible Technology before, you can find them by searching for my PL Tech Reviews YouTube channel on YouTube. But if you would also like to see a couple of my Accessible Tourism Reviews, as well as my film, TV, theatre reviews and political videos. You can also find them by searching for Feedstyle Journalism on YouTube. And if you would like a video-free version of them and a version that is more like a podcast, you can find the Feedstyle Podcast by searching for it on all of the same destinations as you can listen to this podcast on. But of course, there is also the Find Me A Coffee page again, and that's where you'll be able to find some exclusive episodes of this podcast that aren't actually part of it. Plus, you'll have the opportunity to give me a one-time donation. In the next episode, you'll be hearing a review of some Skullcandy Venue headphones, and that will be followed by a review of a Samsung Series 7 Smart TV. Then after that, we'll be jumping into some coverage of the iPhone 13. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can do so by searching for at 
and my Instagram handle is at the real feed now. But if you would also like to follow the Feedstyle Tech Review site as well to support everything that I do as part of that, you can do so by searching for it on WordPress if you have a WordPress account. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye!